0: than he does and I I love putting up lights and I love decorating for Christmas but more than anything nothing will light up your life than an intimate relationship with the one who made you thank you so much I just want to share with you a little bit from the word of God on Christmas Eve we like to um, give you things that you can take home with you so I encourage you to Just make note of the the book and the chapter references I give you and and spend some time this Christmas meditating on God's love for you. This Christmas Eve message is entitled, The Prince of Wholeness, The Prince of Wholeness, and we're going to start in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And we know the prophet Isaiah lived several hundred years before Christ actually came, but Isaiah is often referred to as the fifth gospel. You have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the New Testament. But Isaiah is in the Old Testament, hundreds of years before Jesus ever came. And it's often referred to as the fifth gospel because it is overflowing with testimony of the person and ministry of Jesus Christ. And here in Isaiah chapter 9, he's describing the Messiah coming in verse 6. And this is a a conglomeration of four different translations, the King James Version, the New Century Version, the Message Version, and the Passion Translation. And verse 6 says, a child has been born for you, for me, for us. It's important to know that he was born for you. A son has been given to you, to me to us the responsibility of complete dominion will rest on his shoulders he will be responsible for leading the people and his name will be the wonderful one the extraordinary strategist the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of wholeness, of the increase of his government and peace, that Hebrew word is shalom. It means untroubled, undisturbed well-being, wholeness and prosperity. There shall be no end. His ruling authority will grow and there will be no limits to the wholeness he brings the marvelous passion that the Lord Yahweh, Yehovah, we say Jehovah in English, commander of angel armies, has for his people will ensure that it is finished. The Prince of Wholeness, Jesus Christ, came to earth to bring wholeness to you. And that, that applies to everyone watching online as well and welcome you to this special Christmas Eve service. We want you to know that Jesus Christ came for you specifically. He loves you and he, he, he cares about you intimately and there's nothing about you that causes him to shake his head at you There's nothing about him that makes him look down on you. It's quite the, nothing about you that makes him look down on you. It's quite the opposite. When he looks at you, he can't help but smile because he made you. And he's he's very passionate about seeing you whole, spirit, soul, and body. He came to earth to bring wholeness to you and to lead you into the fullness of the Father's plan for your life. Can you do me a favor? Can you personalize Christmas? Can you believe from this point on that he came for you personally? I told my family, I said, let's make it simple this Christmas. You don't need to get gifts for anyone except me. And I mean that. It just makes things a lot easier if you just think about me for Christmas, right? (laughs) No, but we know that God loved the world and he came for everybody. But when you begin to know it personally that he came for you, he went shopping for you, he spent everything he had for you, it begins to change you. The father of creation tells us in his word that his son was born and given for you. The father of creation tells us in his word that his son was was given the responsibility to lead you. The father of creation tells us in his word and describes to us the character of Christ's leadership. And we're going to take about 10 minutes and look at these three things, okay? The son who was born and given for us, the responsibility he has to lead us, and the character of his leadership. Why was Jesus born a child? Why didn't he just come down as he was and, and save us? Because mankind needed to be redeemed. Jesus did not need to be redeemed. It was you and I that fell short of the glory of God. It was you and I that needed to be rescued. Jesus had to come to earth as a man. It would not have worked if he would have came in all of his glory. Salvation would not have been possible for us. In fact, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 7, it tells us that Jesus, the Son of God, emptied himself of his godliness. He emptied himself of his glory and he came to earth as a man. He was conceived in the womb of a virgin. That's never happened before. It will never happen again. He had to do this because the first man rejected God. The first man chose to listen to a voice that distorted his image of God. And the first man's rejection of God separated mankind from his true Father. The first man's rejection of God the Father gave mankind's enemy, Satan, authority over mankind and over the earth. Can we put Romans 5, verses 17 through 21 up on the screen? Romans 5, 17. It's important to know why there was a babe born in a manger. Romans 5, 17 says, For if by the transgression of the one, that one would be Adam, the very first man that God created he separated himself from God. And therefore, death reigned through Adam. Much more, those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. Verse 18. So then, as through one transgression there resulted Condemnation to all men, even so, through one act of righteousness, that would be Jesus on the cross, there resulted justification of life to all men. For as through the one man, Adam's disobedience, the many were made sinners, even so, through the obedience of the one, Jesus Christ, he's referred to as the last Adam. In the scriptures, the many will be made righteous. Verse 20. The law came in so that the transgression would increase, but where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is why he came as a man. It was a man who Blew it. And it was a man who needed to set the record straight. It was a man on earth who needed to live his life as a perfect yes to the Father, to fully embrace everything the Father said and everything the Father did. And that man was Jesus Christ. And then we see in Isaiah chapter 9, verse. 6 and 7, that this babe who was born in a manger, who grew and became a man, and who ministered to mankind for over three years, he was given the responsibility to lead us. Isaiah talks about the government or the authority being upon his shoulders. That's talking about the authority of the kingdom of God. Where does Jesus want to lead you today? into the fullness of God's plan for your life, into the abundant life that Christ came to give you. Let's look at John chapter 10, verse 10. This is Jesus, the last Adam talking. He lived his life in perfect obedience to the Father, and he was tempted in ways that we haven't even been tempted. Satan tried to take him out uh, as a baby. He tried to take him out on multiple occasions. He even tried to take him out uh, as a man as he began his ministry. But he could not stop Jesus Christ. The only way that Jesus could be stopped is when he allowed himself to be arrested and he gave his life on the cross. Jesus Christ, the last Adam, said in verse 10 of John 10, he said, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. He's talking about who? Satan, right? I came that they might have, that they may have, and enjoy life. He wants you to enjoy life. And have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Jesus wants to lead you into the abundant life He came to give you. And lastly, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 describes the character of Christ's leadership. If I did not know my wife's character, we would have a lousy marriage. But in just about a week, we're going to celebrate our 27th year of marriage. I know her character. Many people don't know the character of God. And as a result, their image of God is distorted and their relationship with him is weak. At Highway, this is our specialty, proclaiming the goodness of God. Why? So that you can get a clear picture of him and have an intimate, powerful, transforming relationship with him. In his earthly ministry, it's recorded for us. There were four men who recorded it for us by the Holy Spirit, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and also Luke who, who wrote the book of Acts. They recorded his personal ministry for us. And in this personal ministry of Jesus Christ, we see the character of God perfectly revealed to us. So I exhort you as this year comes to a close and all throughout 2022 to get a hard copy Bible and to go to the New Testament and start reading Matthew and Mark, and Luke, and John, and Acts, and ask the Holy Spirit to open the eyes of your heart that you could see the character of Christ clearly. Because there are many things taught in religious tradition that are contrary to the true nature of Christ. Isaiah called him the Wonderful One. We see that as he ministers in the Gospels and Acts. Acts. He's the mighty God. We see the everlasting Father in the ministry of Jesus Christ. We see the Prince of Wholeness in the ministry of Jesus Christ. We see great multitudes come to him, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people to hear him and to be made whole. In fact, the Apostle John writes at the end of his Gospel that there were many more things that Christ did that we we could not write down. He said, I suppose if we did, the whole world wouldn't have room for the books that could be written. I'll just share with you three references, one from Matthew 4.23 about the character of Christ's leadership because he's the same today and he wants to do the same thing in your life today. In Matthew 4.23, it says Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news, that's what gospel means, the good news of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. This is the nature of God. He doesn't make sick; He heals. Matthew writes of him again by the Holy Spirit in chapter nine, verse thirty-five. Says Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease. Among the people, if anyone has ever told you, if you've ever had a thought that God uh, allowed a sickness to come into your life to teach you things thing, that is false. God doesn't teach people through tragedies and sickness. He's a good father. He would never do something like that. People have come to those conclusions not based on the person and ministry of Christ but maybe on what someone told them or maybe they're trying to explain tragedy or, or why bad things happen in the earth. But you cannot know the true character of God by looking at what's going on in the world around us. The only way to know the true nature of the Father is to study the person and ministry of His Son in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. Jesus is the same today. In Acts 10.38 it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. He is the same today. He wants you whole. It's his will for you to be well from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And if you'll simply believe him, you'll open the door to experience the wholeness he brings. All of the wonderful things that Jesus desires to do in your life will not happen automatically. Because we have a free will, we can choose to believe whatever we want to believe, even if it's not true. But truth is not a philosophy, truth is a person. His name is Christ. I exhort you online and here in the warehouse to to consider the person of Christ, to study him, to get in the scriptures, to read and study the person and ministry of Christ and put your faith in him. And if you have anything in your thinking that doesn't match the ministry of Jesus, get rid of it. And when you do that, when we believe in the person and ministry of Christ, it gets all the the roadblocks and all the gunk out of our thinking and enables us to experience the abundant life He came to give us. We see in the Word of God that it was the people who made up their minds to pursue Him that experienced Him. It wasn't the people that just said, whatever will be, will be. Uh Uh-uh. There's no truth about that. That's a dangerous philosophy. You've got to make up your mind. I am personally going to experience the risen Christ. I'm going to know him. I'm going to taste him. I'm going to experience him in every single area of my life for the rest of my life. You're the only one who can make up your own mind. I think that would be the best gift you could ever give, God the Father is to make up your mind from this moment on in my life, I'm going to know you as you are, not according to man's religious tradition, but according to your son's ministry, according to the Lord Jesus Christ. From this day forward, I will pursue you. We're going to pray right now. If we could close our eyes, we're going to say a simple prayer. But you are the only one who's going to be with you for the rest of your life you and God. So I, 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 can't, I can't make up your mind for you. Your parents can't make up your mind for you. Your children can't make up your mind for you. Your boss at work can't do it. Politicians can't do it. You are the one who has to take authority over your own life. In fact, the lordship of Christ is so important. The apostle Paul in Romans chapter 10 says this, that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord there's that government that Isaiah was talking about the authority of the kingdom if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved with our eyes closed right now if there's anyone here in the warehouse or anyone joining us online and you would like to begin living a whole new life you'd like to personally get to know Jesus Christ, not according to religious tradition, but as he is, I want to give you an invitation to make up your mind to pursue him, to set your affections and your will on knowing him personally. Our eyes closed. We're we're looking to him with our heart, the eyes of our heart. Just take a few quiet moments here. And give them your attention. Holy Spirit, I ask you to minister it to everyone who who is here in the warehouse and everyone online. May your love be felt and known deeply in this moment. If you're here in the warehouse, anyone here in the warehouse, and you'd like to put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, I'm just going to ask you to raise your hand wherever it is that you're sitting, anyone at all. And if you're online, I'm going to ask you to message us through our Facebook or YouTube or our, our website, info at highwaychurch.us, just to message us and let us know you'd like to receive Jesus Christ. Anyone here in the warehouse, did I miss anybody? Just raise your hand right now. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pray and then we're going to sing a couple more songs before we leave for the evening i just like us all to pray this prayer after me as an example of how simple faith can be. Are you ready? Would you just repeat after me? Dear God, I've learned tonight that you're for me, that you love me, that you gave your Son for me. I choose to believe in your love for me. Jesus Christ, Show yourself to me. I want to know you better than I know anyone else. Holy Spirit, lead me into an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. In his name I pray. Amen. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.